Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. Energy Astrology Show for July 16th, 2019. I'm telling you, I don't know where all those years went. <laughs> Welcome. My name is Shelly Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida. I'm excited to be here with you today. We are going to be talking about the full moon and also the eclipse. We talk about this fairly frequently because there are quite a few eclipses every year and the full moon every month. So today we have, this very day, a full moon in Capricorn. So we're going to be talking about that and all the other planetary positions. So currently, let me just pull up the current chart. I actually have both charts up on my computer. So I have the current chart and the one for the full moon, which are fairly similar. They're going to be... um, pretty close to the same chart, but the full moon happens today at 5.38 p.m. Eastern, and that would be 2.38 p.m. Pacific, and I believe it's still five hours ahead of us. That would be 10.38 p.m. in England. So um, currently, let me just see, currently we've got a Virgo rising here in Orlando, and the only difference between the two charts is Currently, the sun is at 23 Capricorn, excuse me, 23 Cancer, and the moon is at 20 Capricorn. And for the full moon, they will both be at 24 degrees, sun in Cancer and moon in Capricorn. So that's the only difference, really, uh, between the degrees, you know, give or take a single degree. It's very, very similar. So uh, let's just get started. We've got a moon transiting through Capricorn. That means that today the moon has gone over Saturn and over the south node and is now one degree away from Pluto. What does that mean? That's the number one question I get. What does that mean? So it means a lot, but the moon rules your sense of security and it rules the home life. It rules family and it can rule children. Generally, I look to Leo for children, but cancer was family. So obviously, there is also an energy of uh, children to that. And it rules domesticity and the actual systems of the home life and the emotion associated with it and the emotion associated with the moon. So um, that is kind of abstract a little bit but when I say the emotions associated with the moon what I mean is the moon changes signs roughly every two and a half days 
So when it changes signs, the energy shifts emotionally. So a moon in Aries is quite different than a moon in Capricorn. So moon in Aries would be something that's much more agitated, uh, needs to take action. If there's an emotional energy coming in, you want to act on it. And uh, Capricorn doesn't necessarily act. It is a cardinal sign, is cardinal energy, which means it initiates. So it does have a certain amount of drive to make something happen, but it isn't a physical sign the way Aries would be. So it isn't necessarily translated into the into taking action or ambition or drive per se, but because they are both uh, initiating energies, Capricorn wants to create a system and it wants to structuralize or structure, structural, structurize. I don't know. I guess structuralize. <laughs> so, um, you know, the energy is very much about systematizing and creating a hierarchy, creating labels, creating uh, containers for things to be labeled and put into categories. So that's where the energy is today. But, um, you know, it's not necessarily the same energy every two and a half days. So that means that uh, hang on one second. I just have to just let you know the call-in number is 347-994-3365. And if you would like a reading, you have to enter the number one to get a reading. Sorry, I'm just answering uh, someone in the chat room. And for anyone, the chat room is open. If you would like to talk behind the scenes, you can just go to the chat on the homepage. Anyway, um, so Capricorn Moon means that we're looking to create something systematized or structurally. We want to shift the physicality of what we're dealing with. And in the, being the moon, the moon is the emotion, it is the home, Capricorn is the structure and the location on some level as well. It is the physicality of our home. And so when the moon goes through Capricorn, there is an idea of shifting the structure of some sort or shifting how we categorize things, how we uh, create the rooms or the space that we live in within the home. Then when the moon runs across different planets, it is influenced by those. And anything in the moon's sign, which is cancer, is also influenced by the moon and the position of the moon. And so, um, hang on a second. Anyway, um, it's, the same position, you know, it's, it's structures. And so, um, I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. This is probably part of the reason I, I'm not good right now with Mercury retrograde running a chat room, but <laughs> I will talk to you, um, you know, periodically when there's a pause, but, uh, for right now, sorry, if you're trying to call in, just keep trying the phone number. It'll, it'll go through anyway. Um, so having planets in cancer, are going to be influenced by the moon. And since the moon is opposite the planets in Cancer today, there is an alignment towards the structure, the physicality. So Capricorn answers to uh, Saturn. Saturn is in Capricorn. The moon answers to uh, whatever sign it's in because it changes every few days. The moon is in Capricorn, so it answers to Saturn. 
And when it goes in the next sign, it'll answer to the ruler of that sign. But because we have all these planets transiting Cancer, they're answering to the moon in Capricorn, which is also influenced very greatly by Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node, which are all clustered around 16 through 21 degrees of Capricorn. So when the moon comes into Capricorn, the energy shifts from more happy-go-lucky Sagittarius energy and wanting to travel and be social to really wanting to be closer to home, wanting to be protective and cocooned. So we felt that energy when that happened. I think it was uh, early yesterday or even the day before. Let's see. Yeah, it was Sunday evening, I believe, at 7.05 p.m. Sunday. So as of Sunday evening, energies shifted to much more um, cocoon structured, uh, more rigid energy. And then when the moon joined up with Saturn earlier today, it was probably overnight. Um, let me just look it up. It was actually 3.18 a.m. Eastern. We had an energy of shift and the shift was pretty strong and is going to continue through this whole day because what's happening is the sun is opposite this cluster of planets and the moon talks to each one of these planets and each one of these planets represent a person or an energy or an event in our lives. So the moon is mom, Saturn is career and the structure of the hierarchy within career, which can also mean the boss. If you're more inclined to work for yourself, then it's you but it's you within the confines of your life purpose. Then it hits the south node. It hit the south node directly after it hit Saturn, so probably around 3.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, and the south node is a faded moment, a faded time where we make a shift and make a change around career or an ideology or a way of looking at the system and the structure. It's associated with the moon, which is women and children and home life. And then now the moon is going between the node of fate and Pluto. And when it hits Pluto, which is going to be probably within the hour also, let me see if I've got that down here. Yes, uh, 116, just over an hour from now. Um, at 116 p.m. Eastern, the two will be joined. And the moon is home again. And Pluto is psychology. And in Capricorn, it's the psychology and personal value or value that you see yourself having through the eyes of the other. And so it's a commitment. It's joint finances. It's um, psychology and therapy and sociology, things that represent doing things with a partner or doing things together around legalities, the law, politics, um, structures associated with Capricorn because Pluto is in Capricorn. It is the psychology of the structure. It's the psychology of the career and the life purpose. It's why we are motivated to do something about that. And then the moon comes across and then it brings it more emotional energy. Pluto is a very emotional planet, but it's in a very rigid, um, earthy, grounded, practical energy of Capricorn. And so the moon has to talk through that realm, through that field, through that filter. And, and so what it does is it triggers connections in our psyche 
to home, to family, to mom, to things that matter, to like the family life that matters, to things where we're connected in a nurturing, secure-based way. Now, opposite the moon is the sun. And the sun represents our ego. It represents the energy that we are protecting in the earthly plane, which is a translation for me of the definition of ego. It is the energy attached to the physical form, which tries to defend and protect and survive the physical form. So it is a much more base energy in general. The ego, it seems relevant and solid, but it's actually an energy. And it's an energy of fear at times, of protectionism, of needing to connect and needing to be validated. So we have this energy that is naturally associated with being a human being, but it is not a higher vibration per se. Now the sun rules Leo and every sign and every energy that the planets transit through in the zodiac does have a higher energy, has a higher understanding and a spiritual side. So the, the sun's higher side would be that it shines light on people. It shines light on situations. It illuminates and it brings things into our understanding and our connectedness to something. So that would be the energy that the sun is giving to the sky right now in home and family, in women and children. And as you can see by the news, women and children are in the forefront. I've seen, I don't want to dwell on this, but um, in Africa, I think it was Somalia, there were 16 women and children murdered as retribution for another tribe's, I think it's a matriarch. I was going to say mother, but matriarch of the tribe was murdered. And so they took retribution and killed all these women and children. So that's in the news. Um, the immigrants and children being taken from their mothers at the, our own borders is in the news. This is a psychological fated time around structures, government, women, children, family. And because our country is a cancer country, this is a very strong time of connectedness to the direction the country wants to go. And we also have a Pluto in Capricorn. So the psychology of the country was founded at a time when structures and systems were being challenged. It's the end degrees of Pluto. It's a time when the, the energies are about what motivates us in our hierarchy and how are we going to transition into the Pluto in Aquarius energy, which is a humanitarian energy, which is the collective consciousness and our place in the universe and the world and community. It's a larger view of things. And so as we are going through these times, these incredible times of upheaval and polarity, we are seeing these issues come out. And today with the sun opposite the moon, it will be at 24 degrees, which is only a few degrees from the end of the actual sign, which means it's wrapping up a story. Pluto will be wrapping up a story. He's got another few years. He, he doesn't really go in. I think the first time he goes into Aquarius in this cycle will be in uh, 2024. 
20, late 2023, going into 2024. So we have this, um, this, energy coming out in our country specifically of what's going to happen around hierarchy, structure, authority, leaders, which is the sun, and uh, the moon, which is the balancing energy. Sun is male, moon is female. Sun is um, a fiery energy, a drive, a masculine force, and moon is receptive, uh, emotional, connected to spirit while the sun can be more connected to the physical form. So it's kind of interesting. Like I know there was a book, uh, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. That is also true, but the sun is also like the male energy and the moon is the feminine energy. So there is the polarity of that as well. So we have a lot of uh, connectedness in men to the physical material form and women are more spiritual. And so that's why, you know, a lot of times it's like, you know, men don't get women kind of mentality. So um, anyway, we've got all this energy coming in right now this week. And so the people are connected to what's going on in the government with home and family and life purpose. And, um, you know, the women, I forgot that, that too, that uh, Trump's basically um, demeaning the women in Congress for their views and for standing up, women of color. So, you know, it's a very big story right now. And this particular energy, because the full moon is the culmination, so there is a an ending or, like I said, a culmination. It's just things complete under this energy. But the energy of the sun on one side of the earth and the moon on the other, and then the earth shadows the moon. It's, let me see. Let me double check. It's a lunar eclipse, yeah. So um, this, the earth is between the sun and the moon, blocking the light from the moon. And so that would, if you assign energy to people in the physical material world, from the planets and the lights, which the sun and the moon are the lights, the sun is illuminating the earth, but the earth is blocking the sun's energy for that period of time where they are exactly opposite, which is 5.30 tonight. So the energy that is exuded off of the sun, that light and that assertiveness and the aggressive energy is blocked by structure by the earth and the physicality of the body of earth which is all of us we're the collectiveness the collective quality of earth um i don't know if you've ever thought well why is there no earth symbol in the planets in the chart well because we are the center of the chart and there is a symbol for earth i can't remember exactly what it is but um i should look that up i mean i've seen it multiple times i just can't off the top of my head think of what it is but it's a circle with a line through it or a cross through it but, or something. There's something. And the moon on the opposite side, of course, is home and family. So that aggressive energy is thrown out or the assertiveness or even the light, which is illuminating on a positive note, it it is cut off. And interestingly, in this particular energy, the moon is ruling the sun. The moon 
is what the sun answers to in cancer. So there is a complete disconnect for that period of time, for, you know, whatever length of time it is, an hour, um, where the light is sucked away from the moon, and they are out in space not able to communicate with each other. And so they're in their own energies. The sun will, if you think about it, when you don't respond to somebody, and this is also part of what I wanted to say today, when there is a connectedness, you have somebody talking to another person and that person's talking back. And then uh, the first person may say something that makes the second person react. And in that reaction, we create karma for the future. We react, we express something back out, which is a cause. And then it comes back to us in what we see down the road. So when there's a dynamic of talking and or even acting, creating energy through action events. When that event hits us, we take the energy and the response is the karma that or the initiating karma. So when someone says something to you and it really gets under your skin and triggers you, which is a really big catch word these days, in that triggering, if you say something back, you can get another response and it can escalate into a negative situation or it can be positive. You know, if it's an opportunity, an opportunistic situation, it can be something that escalates into a positive aspect. But in a negative sense, when that response is negative thrown back, then they take on that energy back and you're like, yeah, your mother wears, you know, cleats or something like this. I can't believe you said that to me. So there's this back and forth where each entity takes the energy back and forth. And when that energy, like if you can envision two people having a conversation and somebody insults another person, instead of responding, you look at that person with intention and go, you know, like you give off the energy of like, that's not cool. I don't agree with that, but you don't say it. You just express it energetically. It's like the, the words that were said by the first person bounces back at them. It bounces off because you don't take on the energy. You, you have your own entity and you are in your own space. When you translate that to astrology and this eclipse, the sun is giving off an energy to the moon. And vice versa, the moon reflects it back because that's what the moon does. It's a reflective body. So the sun generates the light. It goes across the earth and to the moon. And then the moon says, okay, I see your energy and I throw it back at you. When there's an eclipse, all of that energy being thrown at the moon is quiet. So in that quiet time with no energy exchanged between the two, each body in and of what they do and what they give to our consciousness is quiet and in itself and has to ruminate, so to speak, and understand its own energy. So there's no longer this communication going back and forth, but each entity is fully in their own place in the sky. So the sun, instead of reacting or seeing its reflection and reacting to the reflection of the moon, is now completely immersed in the energy of women and children and home and the the completeness that is cancer it can't project it 
And that's what we do as people. We project onto other people. And when this energy happens, we are in our own identities and we have to see ourselves for who we are and where we're at at this time. And the moon no longer reflects back that identity, but the moon is in its own situation, just having talked to Pluto, just having talked to its own psychology, our emotions, are, and this translates to, translates to us. The moon is our emotional life. Pluto is our psychology. The moon has a moment tonight to really be in its own understanding of structure and understanding of where it wants to go within the structure of career, within the structure of home, and how those two things combine for security and for value. And that's Pluto, value, and security is Capricorn. So that's what we're trying to do today. And, you know, as per usual, you are releasing on a full moon and initiating on a new moon. So the full moon today is about releasing things that no longer serve you. And in my personal case, it could be the connection I have to this farm that I live on. And I've been here for four years. I've raised my daughter here. I have gone through many emotional ups and downs and shifts and changes. And it's really brought out a wonderful um, connectedness in me to what I want to express in my art and what I want to express as an astrologer and a human being. And it's definitely something I want to take to a new place that I live. So whatever that happens to be, and since I have not gone through this eclipse, I don't know how it's going to totally affect me. But if you do a releasing ceremony and that can be write things down on a piece of paper that have been bothering you and then burn it or, um, you know, I would burn it. That's what I personally would do. Or you could bury it. You could also shred it and throw it in the trash. You could freeze it. I would personally burn it because that is a, it's a very scorpionic thing to do. And the moon being right next to Pluto, it rules that kind of energy, death and rebirth. And that's what this is going to be. It's going to be a death and a rebirth of energy. So I hope that really helps you in your understanding. I hope it wasn't too technical or too rigid for you to understand. Um, we are still going through the energy of Mercury retrograde right now. So that energy is definitely influencing this particular retrograde because Mercury actually goes back into um, into Cancer. I want to say the last day of the month, but that seems really far away. So I don't know if that's true. Venus goes into Leo on the 27th. No, Mercury turns direct that day. So that's what it is. It's actually any minute now, I would say. And I'm sorry, I didn't have that waiting for you to tell you. Let me see if I can find it really quickly here. It goes back into Cancer very, very soon. There it is, on the 19th, Friday the 19th at 3.06 a.m. So we're going to be feeling this energy uh, really strongly with how we think. Again, it is going back over what's happened in our home life. Mercury going from Leo, which again is that fiery energy uh, ruled by the sun. It's wanting to be around children, wanting to play, wanting to get going with things, be creative. Mercury has been really loving this energy as far as um, 
connecting to Mars and really in one sense, Mercury, it's in its detriment, but it is connected to doing something productive and taking action. So Mercury, which is the ruler of Virgo, it wants to be active and, and productive and getting close to Mars. That's what it has been doing. It's been creative. And so if you've been feeling really creative lately, that's why, but as, Mercury goes back to cancer this weekend. It's about connecting back in with family and the energy of family and thinking about things that associate with security, mom, and cocooning. So um, that's where this energy is going to be through the end of the month until it goes direct. And then I think it has two more weeks till the 15th of August before it gets back into Leo. And by then I think Mars will be into Virgo. Anyway, um, I know it's the end of the show technically listening, but I will take a couple calls here uh, so that we can get a few calls in. We'll talk next week more about some of the planets. So 817. Hi, 817. How are you? Hey, Shelly. It's Nancy. Are you there? I never expected to get in. Yes, I'm here. How are you? Hi, Nancy. Can you hear me? It's all good. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. Um, actually, yeah, I, I haven't talked to you in a while, and I saw you were on there, so I'm like, well, I better call on you. So what can I do for you today? Thank you. Well, I just, you know, with the Mark and I both have that Capricorn rising and Pluto in the first house crossing over with this full moon. That's crazy. Although I'm a 50, yeah. I know. So there's just been a lot of movement recently. It seems like everything's going really quickly and lots of shifting and We've had a lot of things come mm-hmm. towards us as far as opportunities for different careers, maybe for us uh, and such different okay. uh, different careers, entrepreneurial independently or in collective, no, together, like the two of you together, different yeah, collectively. Yeah, the two of us together. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of things that have come to us, like a catering gig at a retreat center for a weekend where we both go, or, or oh. being a boat oh, okay. captain on the lake, doing tours on the lake together, Fun. and. Oh, wow. I was trying to you know, say, yeah, so I'm saying to Mark, you know, maybe we should really look seriously about somehow creating this business together. We're not sure what it looks like or mm-hmm. how it looks, but I think the universe is guiding yeah. us that way. Absolutely. So I will tell you, and- yes. Um, yeah, because your chart, for those who are listening, is 13 degrees Capricorn. And what is your husband's? I don't have this here real handy, but um, he's 15 I'll degrees actually take Capricorn, it. right? Yeah. He's, he's 15. A 15 degrees yeah, Capricorn. Yeah, so they're very, very close. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and so what's going on, um, you have Saturn at 28 Capricorn and Jupiter at 2 degrees Aquarius, and that's in your first right. house. So all this energy is hitting your first house and your marriage house with the Mars, Mercury, Sun, North Node, and Venus all in your house and marriage. So wow. that's really good, though, because what's going on there is, like, the dynamic is that the two of you are going through the same thing at the same time, but so it coordinates, and then... You have um, the energy is positive, Mars, Mercury, Sun, North Node, which is the the fortunate node, and Venus all up there in your house of marriage. So you're really coordinated. You're really together on this. And then in the house of self and identity, um, your husband has been going through a lot of this as well. He's got Venus in Capricorn and Sun in Capricorn, and you have late mm-hmm. degree Saturn in Capricorn. So he's kind of been going through a lot of the Pluto transit subconsciously and Mm -hmm. trying to understand things Mm -hmm. in his own mind, like his own psychology, but it's come out now, now that uh, Pluto's in the first house for him and Saturn just got into his first house. He's really going, okay, now I want to do something physically with myself. And he may even be inclined 
to um, get his body in shape or readjust his diet, things like that. And you will too, but for him um, with the Saturn and the first just in there, it's kind of new energy and it's on his Venus. So it's how he sees himself as a physically attractive person. So it may really um, make him feel more like he has to do something in the physical sense that way, the structural sense. But um, for you with the Saturn, it's definitely going to be wanting to create the business and wanting to create the structure and, Definitely, it will it will come to fruition more so in March of next year with that um, Saturn going into Aquarius. But also, you will feel it when all the planets join up in January of next year at 22. So that's a, January 12th is a huge time for you, and again March 21st when uh, Saturn goes into Aquarius and hits your Jupiter. So it's going to be like for you, there's definitely an aspect of wanting to move and change and go somewhere and get like free of something like your, your, your person, your sense of self, you need to be free and Mm -hmm. and you need to like move on and be part of a collective consciousness that embraces freedom. That's your Jupiter, his Jupiter's opposite in the house of marriage and partnership in Leo. So the transit, this is probably going to be the most, profound connection like the profound time of I wouldn't say disconnection but looking at this this energy in opposite ways because you do have similar uh, chart layouts but his Jupiter is opposite your Jupiter so he's going to feel this Saturn in a different way than you will you're going to feel it like I have to take this this I have to do something about this in a structural sense and you're going to want to disconnect where he's going to, he's going to feel uncomfortable about disconnecting, yet he still has to do it because it's in his first house. And it's opposite his Jupiter and Leo. So he's going to feel kind of sad. Uh, he'll feel probably, I want to tell you, he'll probably feel a little bit disconnected from you, okay, because mm-hmm. you're wanting to disconnect your identity somehow and be more in a collective mindset where he, as a person, needs to feel connected and he wants to be in the marriage and connect through the marriage while you're trying to be more independent. And even if you do, if you do it together, that will be helpful. But I think he'll probably feel you pull your energy back a little bit come next year. Oh, okay. Well, I'll warn him of that. He's listening. (laughs) He gets to hear all that. Good. It is entrepreneurial. It is entrepreneurial because Uranus, rules um, Aquarius and so when when uh, Saturn goes into Aquarius it talks to Uranus and that also is in uh, coupling which is Taurus I mean you you and I we've gone over these charts privately and there's so much to go over so I'm now I know it's I'm gonna have to end it there I understand that totally and the financial yeah it's windfall is coming soon I think you said I think you said Right around now, August, something like that, there was financial uh, abundance because I'm, I'm doing that other real yeah, estate August, thing. Yeah, August is going to be between August and the end of the year is really a good time for real estate. So um, oh, that's that's the time I would say anything in real estate should be done. But yeah, your charts are lit up oh. pretty much. They're <laughs> very lit up. Which no, is, exactly. uh, between now and I March. Yeah, see, it's, I, I'm glad he's hearing it from you because I've I've said it, but yeah. you know it's best hearing from the other person. Well, no, it's going to get stronger and stronger for you. 
Yeah, I would love okay, to talk because there's a lot more I could go on about, but I can't. There is that. a thanks. lot. Okay, Nancy. I'll get a hold of you and we'll schedule something. Thank you, Sally. Appreciate Wonderful. it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank Good you. talking to you again. Okay. You You're too. welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, let's see. Um, let's go to 256. Hi, 256. How are you? Are you there? I'm well. Um, how are you? I'm Kimberly from Georgia. I'm good. Have you called before? Yeah, exactly, I, have. I think. Yeah. November 5th, right? Okay. What can yep. I do for you today? Well, I really, um, I'm at a point in my life where I want to be, or I desire to go to a job every day or do something every day that's going to make me really mm-hmm. happy. So um, do you see any cool. great cool. changes this year? I'm going to a new job, a new um mm-hmm. New people, and I'm just wondering what you get from that. Well, definitely um, new job with Jupiter in your house of work. I can see that. Um, how long from that? Well, uh, let me just tell you this. When Jupiter goes direct, there will be more of a shift for the travel and moving on. So I don't know if you're starting it when that happens. It's around the 15th of August. Or let's see, yes, 12th, 12th or 15th, mm-hmm. right around there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, right around that time is when Jupiter goes direct. So that would be really good. It will mean that there will be a lot more travel for you. And there's a potential to meet a partner and go long distance farther away with that particular job. And there's, uh, I mean, are you married? I don't remember if you're married. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. Well, there's a partner coming in. Um, very happy-go-lucky, playful partner, too, I might add. So um, could be a musician, could be somebody who has a great sense of humor um, or, you know, anybody who is like an adventurer, traveling, fun, play, anything that's Jupiterian in energy. So that's coming in. And then Saturn, when it goes direct, which will be in September, will also add to like the culmination of that. So I I look between mid-August to mid-September to really um, ramp up some of that partner energy. And it's a long-distance thing, so it could be somebody who doesn't live close by, okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. That, that's a huge thing for you. So definitely doing something that creates money through uh, a physical means is strong in your chart. But there's also a partnership aspect to it and a couple's aspect to it. All the cam- Cancer and Capricorn fall into your second and your eighth house, which is couples in the second, partners and commitment in the eighth, and then it's also – personal money in the second and joint finances in the eighth and how you value yourself. So those are the dynamics that you will be coming into. So, yeah, um, that's really strong for you with this particular uh, full moon eclipse tonight. So I would recommend Mm -hmm. to you that you write down exactly what it is you want for the next two years um, and, and just make it uh, like a, how would you call it? I want to say a vow, but that's not the right word. You know, um, an intention. Set an intention. Because Venus is also just inside your house, the second house of uh, couples and money. Okay? So, okay. Yeah, it's, it looks good. I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity for play and uh, joy and connecting to others in a really strong And I would also recommend that there's a potential for a partnership situation around career coming in for you and you may even realize that at some point in the near future. Okay. Within the next okay. two months. Okay. 
So look okay. for that. It's it's out there. Okay. And entrepreneur and Uranus is in your house, their eleventh house, which is very entrepreneurial around money. And then that's coming in. Let me see. Oh, you have Saturn and Taurus in the twelfth. So when Uranus gets closer to about fifteen degrees, then that's going to really be triggered. So that'll it'll get strong over the next couple of years of wanting to do something on your own, to maybe even a little more metaphysical. Okay, so maybe okay. something connected to the body and diet. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for calling and waiting, and I'll thank talk you. to you thank in you. the future. All right. Bye, Kimberly. Yes, you Take will. Care. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, that's the show for this week, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com. T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to ShellyOverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at AstroArt.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.